runs away. Oh, happy day. Dysfunctional Family Podcast, episode 31. First and only take. You're still in the back of my mind. Sorry. What song is that? Cause I feel like um her back of my mind. It's literally what her last album was named after. Yeah, yeah. It's like the album cut. The album is called Back of My Mind. But we are back in your mind. Ah, we still in the back of your. We are back. We still in the back of your mind. We still in the back of your minds. Hope you've been thinking about us a lot since your last episode, <laughs> since our last episode. Mm. We are here, dysfunctional family pod class. <laughs> I, I what? Yep, make yep. it a thing. Make exactly, it stick. it's a thing. It's a thing. Pod dysfunctional class. family pod class. Do we need to change our name? Like, nah, nah, nah. Just leave it. Let it be. Let it be what it is. It's mm. a pod class, baby. Um, shout out to our sponsors. You already know the vibes. Free the souls clothing. Good trouble. John Lewis T on deck. Generational wealth hat on deck. Um, let me just fix your mic for you a little bit. Oh, there you go, right there. Thank you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're right. I'm welcome. I'm very welcome. I don't know what's happening. Um, shout uh, out to Voice Visuals LLC. Stop looking at your lips so much. Shout like, why to, you be sexy with these sponsors? Shout out to. <laughs> Shout out, shout out shout to Meta One Company, Meta M A Y T A One Company dot com. Kizzy. For all of your visual videographical, you know what I'm saying? Needs. You feel me? Yeah, but we back with another episode. That sound nasty. Like it sound like. <laughs> like a, <laughs> it's not a word. That's why. I, but listen, man, we back, and um, we're excited. To to bring a very touchy and uh oof. I don't want to say controversial, but I think this topic Seal? is what how you pronounce it? Controversial. Oh. Controversial. It's like a silent H in there. Contra- controversial. Controversial. Oh yeah, it's controversial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why'd you say it like bad. that? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I had a brain fart. My bad. Yeah, controversial. Yeah. Say it again. Controversial. You said controversial? I I said yeah, I think I said controversial. <laughs> what was that? I don't know, but why are you laughing like it's that funny? Because no, that- no, every time you make a oral mistake, I'm going to just be cutting you. Yo, look what you did. Look what you did. Like, it's a little mistake, bro. You know I know the word controversial. No, I know you know it. I'm just saying I never knew you pronounced it that way. I don't. That's the problem. I said I made a mistake. Forget it. It's not like so, I'm going around saying controversial. You've never heard me say that. After but, all the years of us being together, and I'm sure I've said controversial around you before. We gonna argue, so no, we gonna argue not, in front of No, like we're this? not going to argue, but every oral mistake you make, I'm about to start roasting you. Maybe like, ah, look what you said. You said that word wrong. You want to make me feel bad. Okay. So what are we scoffing about today, though? Today for episode 30 plus one. 31. We are scoffing about them drum rolls be nasty work, but go ahead, keep going. I'm gonna have drumsticks for the next episode. Please don't. Just, Watch. Come on. We are scoffing about gender roles. Controversial. Controversial. 
Ginger Rolls is controversial. Get into the anecdote. Alright. Oh, I'm giving the anecdote on this one? Alright, so bust it. So it's a bust it. So I ain't gonna say names just because I ain't getting no disclosures signed and nothing like that. But I got a cousin, right? And <laughs> it's already black out the gate. <laughs> Alright, so I got a cousin and we were talking, right? We was in another country, chilling, kicking back, enjoying ourselves. And he was he and I were talking and he was talking about how him and his wife separate and delegate tasks in the house. And he was saying how I think he showed me like a, a um this like really elaborate it was like a bookshelf or some kind of structure that had to be put together. But nevertheless he was saying, like, yeah man, she put that together. I don't do none of the handiwork. Except for me, kids, that's all me. I feed them, I wash them, all that stuff. That's me. But all of the hands-on stuff, she does. And it was just interesting to me because, like, when you see them in public, she's, more, like, very prissy. She's very girly. Yeah. yeah she's like, Her makeup is always done. She has, like, she's wearing heels all the time. Right. So she got that prissy, prissy nature. And being the man who he is, he's like a man's man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was weird to me when he said, like, I put all the stuff together. I mean, she puts all the stuff together. I take care of the kids. And it obviously got me to thinking, should gender roles exist in a marriage? And I felt like it was something that we should tackle, not because we are experts on it or anything like that, but I think we do have some value to offer based on our marital experience and what has worked for us. And um, and I think outside of just our home, I think it is a very now topic mm. it's it's something that i think is starting to be explored more in terms of how marriages and things like that are functioning and operate in, in terms of uh the fluidity of mm-hmm. what task lists belong to what person yeah. <laughs> based on yeah. genitalia you know what i mean and um it, it, it's just something i wanted to kind of rap with you about so here it is go <laughs> Go. Pod. You are your worst behavior. Pod. You are your worst Pod. Can I? Yes. Should gender roles exist in a marriage? No. They should not. (gasps) So I don't got to make the money? (laughs) Gender roles should not exist. In my opinion, of course, this is like a blanket statement, and I do believe that, you know, there's some nuance to it. It's Mm -hmm. circumstantial, but if I had to, like, pick one end of the spectrum, I would say no, gender roles should not exist. Mm -hmm, Um. mm -hmm. I just think that you have to figure out, couples have to figure out what works best for them. Your cousin and his wife figured out, hey, I might not be able to put a nail in a wall, but Mm. I have more of a nurturing instinct and I'm going to feed our children and change their diapers Mm. and, you know, take care of them in that regard. That doesn't make him any less of a man or husband or father, nor does her... uh, you know, doing uh, handiwork around the house make her less of a woman or less of a wife. Right. That's just what she's good at or better at. Excuse me. And what he does is what he's better at. Mm -hmm. And if that's what works for their family structure and their day-to-day, then that's just what works for them. It it, it doesn't take away from what they do outside of changing pampers and and putting bookshelves together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, If... If a man is better at taking care of the home and he wants to be a stay-at-home dad or a stay-at-home husband and the mm-hmm. wife is the one who goes out and makes all the money and she's mm-hmm. the breadwinner, 
cool. That's that's what works for y'all. It, yeah. it, I don't think it takes away from, you know, from the value that you add if the roles are switched. Mm, mm. Yeah, I would say I don't necessarily think gender roles should exist, but I think roles should exist. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think the emphasis is on gender. Mm. I don't think gender roles per se should exist, but roles should exist. I think any successful company, you know who to go to for what. Mm. Mm-hmm. Any successful operation, any successful structure or entity, there's not just fluidity in in skills. You're not going to walk into a school and just randomly pull your English teacher and say, hey, can you teach math? I mean, some schools got to do that, but, you know, you're not going to just randomly tell your principal, hey, you know, in emergency situation, sure, but you don't just randomly grab a principal and say, hey, can you serve the lunch today? Mm-hmm. Just there's, there's roles and there's roles for a reason because no disrespect with the person that's serving the lunch might not be able to handle some of the other high level things that are happening in the functionality of a school. And I think the same thing in the household. I think there are certain things to your point. I think I'm kind of like just building off of your point. Yeah. Yeah. There are certain things that you may be good at certain things that I may be good at. And it's not necessarily a gender role, but it is a role. And I think that that helps a community when I know who my police is, mm. when I know who my local assembly woman is, when I know who, who who's the OG on the block that can yeah. take care of me when I feel like I'm unsafe walking home from school. Like there's value in having roles and I don't want us to think this is going to, can I pod? I can pod, right? I'm going to say yes because I trust you, but <laughs> okay. I don't know where this is headed. So I, I think I don't want the fluidity of our age and our culture to make us think that that's transferable in anything. And I don't think that as we, you know, as we live in an age where more oppressed populations have voice, where more people from the bottom are, are, are coming up. There's less, you know, it's a lot of like gender equality and things like that, which is good. Don't please don't mistake what I'm saying. But I think sometimes that level of fluidity sometimes makes us think that nothing should have roles. That mm, could just kind of whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and just I think, and I don't, exactly. And I don't like that's what I'm trying to say it carefully because I don't want it to sound like I'm coming at a certain community. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I think what I'm what I'm trying to get at is. If I'm better at something, it's not that I have to always do it, but I should be the one that holds that down. Yeah, because I think essentially systems are in place for a reason, like you said, so that things work and are and continues to function in a way that is sustainable for said system to be in place. Now, if the system now, the the things that are in place in that system are causing like dysfunction in some way, Mm -hmm. then you kind of reevaluate, okay, this is not working. We need to move you to this department, move you here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's also important to figure out early on or not, maybe not early on, but figure figure out out with your partner, hey, you know, you actually come home and this happened early in our marriage also Mm -hmm. where you would get home from work before I did. So you cook dinner. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? So it didn't make sense for you to wait for me to get home at 7.30 and then cook and (laughs) 
Why? You're right. home first. You're home two hours, an hour and a half before me. Right. I'm gonna make dinner. Boom. By the time you get home, it's ready. It yeah. it just worked for us. So right. right. That's a great out, example. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It just came to me. Figure out what works for your relationship, and and if you need to rearrange it down the line, you do that. Oh, now actually, I'm getting home earlier, so I'm gonna cook. Or you work weekends, let me do the laundry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. finding a system that works for your relationship, that's just gonna hold y'all down, and you know, be as seamless as possible without yeah. saying, oh, no, you 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 know, you do the laundry, you the woman, mm-hmm. or you go handler, you go put the picture up because you're the man. If you if I can do it and I'm capable, right? And you're you know you might hang it a little crooked. I I got it. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know what I'm saying? It's exactly. not a big deal. No, that's a great point. That's a good transition in, into what I was actually just thinking. I think that one thing that we do have to realize, especially in what would be like heteronormative relationships, mm-hmm. um, there are there are things that women can do, but that takes a little bit of an extra effort and there are things that men yeah can do it takes a little bit of an extra effort and i think we can't ignore some of the now I'm speaking like generally like the average relationship i'm not talking about you know anomalies so mm-hmm. please take what i'm saying with a grain of salt but we can't ignore some of the innate advantages that are present just from like simple things like anatomical difference like the physiological makeup of a man and a woman mm-hmm. i think serves certain things right here's what i mean by that so it doesn't sound like i'm talking in circles there have been moments where i've watched you struggle to like open a jar mm-hmm. it's could like I, could i open it if i keep right trying? like if i'm not home eventually <laughs> you're gonna get it yeah <laughs> But I'm not about to sit there and just keep watching you struggle. Like, it, why make you put in the extra work when there's a, like a quicker answer? And I just yeah. walked up and and it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just something that it doesn't make me better. And it, it doesn't make makes, me less. It doesn't make you lesser. <laughs> it just makes us different. And I think that's what the issue is. I, it's like I've seen moments where, and it got me bad where you like stood up on like the the island or stood up on like the countertop. Yeah, I be going to crazy get in the something kitchen. off the top. And I'm like. Yo, I'm a foot taller than you. I can just get it. And I'm like you, climbing up on the yo, counter. I was hot that day. I'll, I'll never forget that day. I'll never, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you're not home by, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were yeah. home and I'm at work or I'm in class, or, you know, something like that. Of course, all that makes sense. But watching you do that, I'm like. I'm right you, here. You, yeah, like, you don't need to do that. And that doesn't, once again. That does not make you lesser of a person. It doesn't decrease your essence. It just makes and life it doesn't easier. Increase, it makes the system more convenient. It doesn't make. It doesn't increase my essence. It doesn't make you more of a man. It doesn't make me less of a woman. Right. It just makes life easier. Right. And I think <laughs> I think some of those anatomical, like differences, kind of you know what I mean. Like in terms of like just designing the home. Yeah. Like you just had a better eye for it. I'm like, yeah, just put this stuff here, put this stuff in. You're like, well, no, good. compartmentalize it this way. Put mm-hmm. this this way. Put these candles here. But I'm like, oh, I would have never put no candles in it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't, some may say that's a man thing, but I, I think it is like some essence that's in you as a woman that kind of comes out. Mm-hmm. And I, let, let's go deeper though. I'm going to pivot. We're going to go a little bit deeper. Can we pod? Can we pod? <laughs> Take you to pod class? All right. Because... I do think that we've 
we've put a bad rap as like a nation, as a culture, mm. on certain duties, especially like household duties, mm-hmm. and we've taken the value away from them. And because we've done that, it it gives the impression that the home is sort of like a prison, like a cage, mm. as opposed to a sanctuary, like a haven. And I think that we almost, as a na- like our, our culture, we almost insult the value of what's done at home. If let's say because most of the time it is women, not to say they aren't stay at home dads, but most of the time it is women. When a woman wants to stay, like. If a woman, like we're letting the culture dictate to us what's valuable. Mm. And I think that's problematic because it takes the essence away from what somebody might want to do where they think they find value. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if the government was paying half a million dollars a year for women who stayed home, we would say, oh, that's a valuable job. And they should, okay? Just <laughs> but, but, but absolutely, I, I there should be some agree. kind of governmental salary that is that is uh, or stipend that is given to stay-at-home moms because as a stay-at-home mom who, who I've been at home for the past two years, right? Janitor, I'm nurse, I'm I'm chef, I'm everything, I'm nurse. You know what I mean? Um, Double up on a nurse. I said to the nurse already. <laughs> I said janitor, nurse. Yeah, see, I'm a chef. Con- I'm a Roshu controversial. Okay. Yeah, but chef, yeah, the, you I the just think we. What can we? Uh, bullet point real here, quick insertion. Can we like find a way to to like make a, a um, petition for like stay at home moms to get some kind of some like, kind of some, like a monthly stipend, a little five hundred. Like let's if we start small and build. No, we no, are we you. worth six figures, seven figures. But anyway, no, so I, I like but, but say, I think but I, but that's what I'm saying. I think. We've taken the value away from it. So now the things that make us different, we we assert a value to it. So it's like, oh, because the man is leaving the house, because he's the one going into the office, because he's the one going, that has value. It's worth a thing. And this is not really worth a thing. Just hold it down when it's like... Working just as hard as the partner who's not home if it's a stay-at-home dad and a woman's have a job yeah we have a job and i think that what's happening is because the culture is praising this escalation up a ladder Mm -hmm. whether it's corporately or whether it's financially which i'm not against i'm not against at all but it doesn't mean the one that like in their heart wants to stay home Mm -hmm. it's a bad thing i think there is something there is sanctity in that there is sanctity in that. I think um, Minister Louis Farrakhan said this. He said, he said, the home is not a woman's place, but it's her base. Mm. He said, it's not a woman's place, but it's her base. In essence, it's almost like the root. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes out of the essence and the nature of who you are as a woman, it, it, it branches out from what you do in your home. And we, in our corporate, mm. capitalistic, mm-hmm. neoliberal age, look at it as there's no value here, so I got to go. And I'm not saying stay in your house. I'm like, let me be very clear. Yeah. What I'm saying is the home has so much value. The, your, your kitchen is, is, is like, that's the first hospital. Yeah, healing, yeah. healing happens in the foods that you have, the mm-hmm. vitamins, the minerals, the herbs that you prepare with. Yeah. That's that's the pre-hospital before your children ever have to go into a doctor or into a right? That's facts. Your 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 bed is like a a, a sanctuary of intimacy for you and your spouse. 
there's value in the home. There's value. Yo, I, I heard one person say the bathroom could be like hydrotherapy. Mm. Candles and laying there, relaxing, freeing your mind. There's literal great things that make who we are when we step when you step outside mm-hmm. and they see how you are with your children they see how you are with your husband that that started here yeah and it just transfers as you leave out but they're like what the the environment that you foster is super important because if you choose to be a stay-at-home husband or wife mom or dad what what kind of home are you uh maintaining so that when your family does come home they feel at home. Right. They feel right. peace. They feel comfort. They feel love. They feel home right. when they get there. And and it's not in disarray. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the, the energy is, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm Come keeping on. the house clean. So my husband comes home. That's he's therapeutic. Not com- yes. That's like, therapeutic. Literally. And it's like, not a gender thing. It's like whoever's staying Whoever home. Whoever does it. Foster that atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. And I think, but I think there is some like essence there, even with you, like as a woman, you, I'm gonna say this, and I just say it. <laughs> no, I am, I am, but I, I always wanted to be clear that I, I'm not directing this towards anyone. This is just my context. I think the baseline of how a, a man and a woman can optimize their life when they come together, it starts at how at our like physiological structure. Okay, and what I mean by that is we are more than our genitalia. We are more than our body parts. Mm -hmm. But I think our body parts are a God-given baseline Mm. for what happens with us when we come together in anything. You following me? Uh, Yeah. So so I think something as small as like a woman, like I have a seed. Mm -hmm. You have a womb. Mm -hmm. Right? And this is even with women with fertility issues, right? The, the, the nature, the essence is still in you. So hear me out. I have a seed. You have a womb. When we put it together, I put something in you and you literally push out something bigger than it was when I put it in you. I grow what you give me. You grow. What I, and, and, and even if you look at the language, the linguistics, mm-hmm. mater, M-A-T-R, it's a Latin word. That's the same root word that we get matriarch, mm-hmm. maternal, and material. Meaning there's a connection between the maternal essence and materializing things into the world. Mm. That's heavy. So I think, yeah. I think, though there's a lot of nuance to this conversation, I think how we are physically is a baseline for what is our potential when we bring that thing together. So even spiritually, if I'm praying and you see I'm praying and I'm leading us to scripture and we meditate and as a home, I'm depositing something in you that you can say, I'm going to take this, these lessons me and my husband have been studying together. And even when he's out at work, when he's at his internship, I'm creating peace in a home. Mm. Financially, I woke up from a dream about Frida Soul's clothing you said, all right, well, let's start building. Let's find out some, some wholesale manufacturers. Let's, let's find some logo makers. Like you took something that I gave you an idea about and you started making it better. You started like materializing something. I, I know I'm going like really, really deep right now, but this nah. is like, I think there is still value in the essence 
not necessarily, we're not restricted to what our genitalia can do, but I think our bodily makeup and arrangement is a baseline for the potential that can happen when we come to, when you find the right per, right person and the right partner. Um, and that's, once again, that's my context, but I think there's value there. Like women are amazing and I don't think there needs to be gender roles, but the only reason we're having a conversation about gender roles is because of how oppressed and suppressed one of the genders has been. I'm going to just let you finish the episode because this is crazy. <laughs> That's the yeah. only reason. Because if we, if we respected each other's e- yeah. energy and spirit and we valued it equally... And the contribution that w- each has to... We, all, yeah. we would never be trying to say get women from under this rock. Mm. Women's rights. There would be no women's because what, fight for equality. Because what women want to do is valued. If women want to stay at home, then it's respected, it's right. revered, and it's if, honored. And still, if they don't want to, it's still respected, it's, it's still and, revered. respected yeah. and revered. Yeah. The only reason gender roles is a conversation is because one of the genders has not been fairly treated. And if we elevated what women bring to the table, nobody would have a problem with women's rights. The issue is. We don't deal with women the way we deal with men. If I revered, it's so easy for a man. Man, I'm taking over this episode. No, I'm so please, sorry, baby. No. I'm so sorry. Listen, but this is on my heart. <laughs> it's so easy for a man to associate his value when he walks into the world because there's a salary attached that now, he can come home and and provide for his family with. When I walk into the, when I walk to my job. And they say you all right, seventy five k, eighty k, six figures, five hundred k, whatever. Or if I'm starting my own business, I have a value that's attached, and that's what I've been socially trained to ascribe as valuable. And we forget the value of things that are not monetary. That are like behind the scenes, kind of. There is rich and wealthy value in you preparing the right meals for your kids. And I'm saying you because you are yeah. a stay at home cur- currently, right, for the time being. There is rich and wealthy value in you reading stories to your kids. You homeschooled our daughter for the last year, one of our children. There is rich and wealthy value in you educating our child at home. Your mom came to visit us, mm-hmm. and the first thing she said was, it's so peaceful in here. And the first thing I could think of was, my wife created that atmosphere. I'm a seed planter. But I'm not always a materializer. Women have an advantage. Let me tell you why. When it comes to materializing things. And here's the advantage that I want women to know is an advantage. My mind is a womb too. Mm -hmm. But you have two wombs. Mm. You can bring people in the world and bring ideas into the world. I can only bring ideas into the world. You are way more comfortable with the essence of materializing things. But the world has suppressed the value of women. So now we don't know that you have that essence. I only have one womb. You got two. You birth other people that have wombs. Like, 
But we we wanna we wanna treat the house like it's a prison. When the house is sanctuary, the house is therapy. When I lay on this couch and you rubbing my head and we watching a show, that is therapeutic. When we are pillow talking, that is therapy. When you run a when I worked out too hard or hurt myself from playing ball or something like that, and you run an Epsom salt bath for me or a pink Himalayan salt bath for me, that is hydrotherapy. My house is sanctuary, not prison. It's not a cage. But we got so many people trying to leave their home. Mm. Because it's... Because you can't create the atmosphere. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I know I'm, no, I'm talk-heavy this episode. Please do not apologize. <laughs> when it comes to gender roles, the only reason it's a conversation is because we have suppressed the value of one of the genders. If I said you making a meal was equally as valuable as me being in an office, it would not be a question of inequity. Making the meal and providing the money <laughs> to buy the ingredients for the meal. To me, they are equally important. <laughs> yeah. I don't see you as lesser than me. You are shorter, you weigh less, but you are not lesser than me in essence. When God made man and woman, when God made humanity before they were separated, that in his image, he made them. We overlooked that before mm-hmm. there was a, for those that obviously believe in the crazy creationist uh, 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 narrative of the beginning of the world. They were separated afterwards, but they were made in his image primarily. Mm-hmm. It says in his image made he them. Meaning, I got feminine spirit in me. Yeah. You have masculine spirit in you. Mm-hmm. But the dominant essence is your divine femininity and my divine masculinity. And I'm not talking about the toxic stuff that makes me think you're lesser than me or the toxic stuff that makes women think men are not necessary anymore. Because mm-hmm. both are wrong. Both are wrong. There is a divine essence that is equal and that is valued in the sight of God but undervalued by our culture so now we have to fight for women rights now we have to push for for equality and pay now we have to push for understanding uh, uh laws that that you know we ha- we have people listen don't get it twisted we got I know people that are making a living off of consultation with women on simply on how to ask for raises. I mean, they literally have, they (laughs) charge people on how to have these conversations because women haven't been privy to it. But it wouldn't have been an issue if we valued what people wanted to do anyway. And if I said you are valuable, if old blues singers who were men weren't getting paid so much more than, than, than your, your, blues singers who were women those early blues singers in the 1920s 1930s they wouldn't have had to been saying listen to some of that music they're literally resisting patriarchy Mm, yeah that's true i'm sorry but like yo they're, they're literally resisting patriarchy and 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 reclaiming independence why because they've been suppressed so it's like my this man is on the road and he's making money i'm on the road and i don't make nothing So we, we got a value. If, if I'm just as talented, we got to value that. If I bring something different 
it's still valuable. It can be different and we don't have to attach, oh, what I do is more important than what you do. And when we respect that essence in each other, we build businesses, we build empires, we shift generational wealth, we raise credit scores, we, bring, we, we, we birth healthy children, we, we, I gotta shut up, man. I'm chill. This is Keep making me going. emotional. It's making me no, emotional. This is yeah. Um, thank you. I know you apologize yeah. for it, but that man, I'm sorry. That's this heavy was it's an I intended for Yo, this to we, go. I this promise way. you, our notes like our notes were done I like didn't 15 mean to minutes this conversation, ago. But I, this was. It, I, I think it's necessary. It's important, and that insight is really gonna y'all run it back, listen to it again, share it. Like not just for the algorithm, but just because somebody needs to hear it. You know what I mean? Like somebody needs to hear it. And the only way for us to really see the change is for us to kind of challenge social norms and challenge um, the narrative that's being uh, fed to us that we know is not sustainable. Going back to to those systems that in place that are not sustainable, not healthy for um relationships and, mm-hmm. and, and marriages and parenting styles. Um, challenge the norms. What works for you in your household? Facts. You know what I mean? So Facts. we don't want to... We already ran over yeah, over time what I'm we sorry. had planned, but uh, this was this was good, man. This was really, really good. Mm. All right. Well... Dang, the first question on... Tell me more is already kind of... kind of heavy. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. If you could heal a pain deep inside of me, which would it be and why? Yeah, I told uh, Yeah, you've been wild. <laughs> the episode, the first, you've been asking I'm like, how the heck am I supposed to answer that? If I could heal a pain deep inside of you, mm-hmm. what would it be and why? I mean, I would have to know your pains. I don't think I know every pain you have. I, I guess I would have to be presumptuous here and just assume a, a pain. That I, I kind of said the first exist. question. You want to you want me to ask you? No, you I mean it. you want you to ask me. I be confusing myself, crazy. You want to flip it? No, I mean I'm okay. cool. I think last episode, if I'm not mistaken, we went into my childhood. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You wrote the letter to yourself. Excuse me. Oh, that's burp. Did did, you hear are it? you asking me? I felt the gas come up, but did you hear it? Yes, I heard it. Oh, crap. Sorry, y'all. Let's listen in. That was nasty in your ears and coming through your car speakers and earpods. All right, here we go. If I could heal a pain deep inside of you, which would it be? I would probably say, I don't know if it's a pain, but I know it's something that exists. I don't know what I would characterize it as, but I know that you talk often, even in joking manners about like being sheltered. I know that your mother was very overprotective as an immigrant woman coming in from another country and you know, moving into the hood and, you know what I mean? And trying to, you know, do her best to yeah. raise raise three girls. Um, and she did a phenomenal job. But I do know that one of the things that you mentioned is being sheltered. So I think if I had to, like, attach that to a, a, a pain deep inside of you, I would say the pain is fear. Mm. Like, you don't take risks because you've been sheltered. So subconsciously, everything you do, you overthink it. That's a fact. 
I didn't mean to expose you like that on the couch. No, no. Okay. You good? Pause. Am I okay? Yeah. Pause, yeah, yeah. Am I okay? <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. No, I'm making sure I'm help. Like, are yeah, you okay yeah. with me talking this? Okay. That's yeah, fine. Listen, you can say that's no fine. and I'll stop. All right. Um, I think that that sheltering subconsciously led to some level of trepidation and reservation when you have to make a big decision. So you overthink too many things because of being sheltered. Um, so I just would speak to that young child to say, if you scrape your knee, if you fall off the bike or whatever, just take the risk. And um, I think it'll lead to, in your adult life, more boldness with decision making. Mm. Mm-hmm. More assertiveness with your decision making. Shout out to my mom though. I know she had her reasons for why she did. Yeah, that's why I, pre- I, pre- I, mean, I feel like I did a solid yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. I just want to reiterate has been that. A great like, mom. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I want to make sure. I hope I've prefaced it the right way. So, yeah, I think there like, is like psychological reasons going on with her. Right, yeah. she's coming from another country. She doesn't know the you know safety parameters. So I totally understand her motives. So let me be very clear about that. Eighties, nineties, raising three girls. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be careful. You know, it was a crack epidemic. Dudes is riding around big benzes and gold chains. She didn't want her girls getting caught yeah. up out, out there and that stuff. You, so it serves its benefits. Like my yeah, mom, you know what I'm saying? Like of course. the sheltering definitely had its benefits, but you know. Yeah, I think there are some other seeds yeah. that were planted. So that's but. just the pain I would heal. <laughs> okay. Let's do the sacred work. Okay. <laughs> Come on, what you asking me? This episode I is long. I was talking too much. It's your turn. Oh, I gotta ask you. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, this it's tell me confu- more thing is it's different. Confusing. It's different from the this or that. You know what I'm saying? Because we both answering for this or that. But all right, boom. Tell me more. What is your love language? D. All of the above. I don't know that. Pause first of all. Oh yeah, second. I said D. I mean, I don't know if like did I give? Uh, wow, this is. Um. Camera. Yeah, all of the above. No pineapples. Go back. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's the pain right now. Make a decision, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm about? starting to sweat. Um, <laughs> ooh, okay. My love language. Yes. All of them. Making you sweat? The love language? <laughs> you need to calm down, bro. Um, what are they? What are the... Lo- I know there's like a list. Is it there? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, your love yeah. language is either like love words it. of... No, listen. Like, words of affirmation yes. or gifts or physical mm-hmm. touch. Mm-hmm. I'm saying my love language is yes. Everything. No, come I on, you want pick. all the things all the time. You gotta pick. Touch me, pause. No pause. Oh God. Okay, buy me things. Tell me things. And yes. All right. Are you googling? Yeah, I gotta see the five. They say it's, it's five. five? Of them. I only yeah. know three. Touch, words of affirmation, and oh wait, some people are saying seven. Maybe the science has evolved. Well, those are my three. Oh, I got, I, you. I got you. So words of affirmation. Yes. Physical touch. Yes. Receiving gifts. Yes. Quality time. Yes. Acts of service. Yes. You are expensive. Yes. That's time and money. Yes. Can't have all of it. Yes. Like, I'm lying. A good relationship. I have all of them. I'm about to say, let me say this. A good relationship (laughs) should definitely have all of these. So, yes. Here's what I want to say. Keep I'm going to put your feet to the fire. Which one motivates you the most? I don't want to be motivated. Okay. I just want right. to be Which loved. Which one loved. makes Love me. you feel loved the most? Love me. Physical touch, receiving Ooh. gifts, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation. Oh, God. Which one makes me feel loved? The most. I know they all make you feel loved. And I, 
pretty good. Give me the phone. Could you aggravate me a little bit? Quality time. That's me. Words of affirmation. Shakespearean words. Oh my God. I can't pick. I want all of them. I'm not working right now, but when I was working, <laughs> you're getting these gifts. You feel me? I still me? get gifts, even when yeah, you're not I mean, working. I, I don't know how you stuff. do it. I mean, a little show here and there. <laughs> a little show here and there. A little there. writing, a little feature here and there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A little speaking engagement here and there. Yes. And the grace of Kareba Mashania. Sorry. Had to have a praise break moment. Don't want to make it seem like it's all me. <laughs> okay. Glory to God. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of this functional <laughs> oh, family. What did you pick? Yes. Podcast. Come on. Your feet to the fire in front of everybody. It's millions of people watching. I, this is a radio. <laughs> how, much, how, much, how much views our last year got? Speaking. 100 or something? Yeah. Millions of people watching. Come on. Let's go. Yes. Feet to fire. Oh, God. Can My throat was getting a little dry. Oh, it's, come on, bro. I don't know. I just want everything. Words of affirmation. Okay. I'm not committed to that. I'm not saying you don't have to have the other things. Ooh. I'm saying which one makes you feel the most loved. Words of affirmation. Okay, there we go. And diamond rings. I mean rings. You got one diamond? No, but this is two. Yes, but it's two and one. Okay. Plus I still have my other one. Okay. So Yeah, that's so yes. It's a nice ring. It is. Yeah, I can zoom in a little bit. Hold on, let me straighten it. Yo, yo, let's go. Let's Thank go. y'all for tuning in to another, another. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of this, this functional PBS family. This voice that you got going on right now is crazy. <laughs> this late night news voice is wild. The quiet storm. All right, <laughs> it, turn it. Cut, cut the camera off. Cut the camera off. Shout <laughs> pre-dissociation.